I'm back, and I watched The Great Train Robbery. This feels a lot closer to what a modern viewer would call a movie than did any of the George Milias films I wrote about last time. It's very short, lasts only about ten and a half minutes, but it tells a complete story with scenes taking place in varying locations. Where everything in Milias' films appeared to be shot on a theater stage, The Great Train Robbery is shot in a telegraph office, uh, or maybe it's a train station, inside a saloon, and even outdoors in a sort of forest. There's one scene in particular that jumped out at me as a true cinematic moment when a train pulls into a station and we see it arrive through the window of the station agent's office. The train pulls in and stops at exactly the point where the camera can best catch it. It's all very simple stuff by today's standards, but it represents one of the earliest moments of a director placing a camera just so to capture something that will happen at just the right spot. In other words, it's filmmaking, which I guess is not a surprise, it's a film. And this isn't to disparage Milia's one bit. His work is incredible in its own way. It's more that the great train robbery is one step closer to modern movie making. Let's get the technical stuff out of the way. The Great Train Robbery was released on December 1st, 1903. It is directed by Edwin S. Porter, who had already directed 81 previous short films, but this is his best-known film, and it's considered the first Western. It burst the genre. Gilbert Anderson, who plays three roles in the film, went on to become the first Western movie star. How fitting that he starred in the first Western. He became known as Bronco Billy, and went on to star in more than 300 films, many of which were westerns. He was also involved in the production side. In 1907, he and George Spoor co-founded the SNA Film Manufacturing Company, which was one of the very first movie studios. Besides making Bronco Billy westerns, SNA put out films starring Charlie Chaplin, Gloria Swanson, Wallace Beery, and many other stars. I'd watched this film years ago on the same rented videotape I mentioned last time, a collection of early short films, and it was fun to see it again after such a long time. I don't own a copy of this, uh, but fortunately it's in the public domain, and you can find a link below to where I watched it on the Internet Archive. And that's about all I've got to say for this short but interesting movie. Next, I'm going to watch the remaining seven films from George Milies. Hopefully you'll join me for that.